Well, welcome to Common Rider Journey Through the DecaCast. Today we're doing Common Rider Zeo Episode 6 and 6.5. Shard 6? Yep. I am Chris. I'm Evan. I'm Shin Garrett, and I'm shocked that someone else did my opening. I know, it's kind of nuts. <laughs> you were taken too long. That works. What? what I was going to be like, so do we want to do a skit? And then you were just like, no, I'm starting I, this episode. I clocked up and did your opening for you. That was the skit. <laughs> Fize has a super cool design in this episode. I really, I want, I really should want to watch Fize now. Fize is really Fize is my favorite writer it, show. I've said this in at least like three episodes at this point. The entire show is just those two guys sniping at each other the entire time. I am down for that. <laughs> I really I like mean, when the guy says, "I just want to make everyone's clothes clean," and everyone's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> yeah, that that's like a thing that's in Fize, just that's, not how it's exactly portrayed here. But you know, time shenanigans. That's not the weirdest writer quirk. Just seeing those former writers show up in the modern world, I thought was a really nice treat. I look forward to uh, seeing Godai. Like, if we're going to see an older Godai, that would be cool. Oh, that'd be really cool. That would be. Did see a Kuga, like, way back in episode... The Kuga statue way back in episode one. Right. Yeah, and, like, there's a ride watch and everything for it. I assume they're saving Kuga for, I mean, near the end, right? Because it was, like, the first Heisei show? I mean... It's jumping around a little bit at this point. That's true. It just seems like you'd want to save that for, like, a big blowout sequence, because it was the first one and stuff. Okay. Well, let's let's actually get in on this. We've been on this. This episode has been started. Yeah, right. so it's episode six. There's um, a lot in this episode. This is a big episode. Yeah. It's chunky, full of content, full of writers. I man, see, I don't know if I agree with that, or or just more that like there's an episode's worth of there's an episode's worth of content. I don't know what I was trying to say. Never well, mind. I guess. What does that say about the rest of the episodes of Zio? That, uh, that they've been padding a bit. They've been yeah. Well, there's been a lot of lore that they've had to fill in. This one's like all like good emotional beats and some okay, fun action so- and stuff. Just so everyone's aware, I haven't actually watched episode 5. That was back when I was sick. I probably should have watched episode 5. I didn't. I've gone into episode 6 without having watched episode 5, and I kind of got... I forget where I was going with this. I don't know. I thought you were going to be like, and and I'm sick again, so this is why I sound like this. Well, no, I'm not particularly sick, but my throat's scratchy. Oh, I forget where I was going. (laughs) <laughs> You're probably talking about the start of this episode where where another Fize turns back into another Forza. Oh, yes. Right. Runs away. Yeah. The cold intro just kind fighting. of just le- uh, replays the end of the previous episode because it, it, you just need to know what happened last time. There's like a brief recap. They're like, hey, they were investigating a series of disappearances. They found a common, another common writer who is two another common writers. Yes. And here we go. We heard you like another writer, so I put an another writer in your another writer, so you can another writer while you another writer. That's pretty good. That is that is extremely like what happened. Yes. I'm glad that that ancient meme is 
is relevant. Man, I secretly hope that that meme is like circa 2003 to match with Thighs. <laughs> That'd be that good. Be pretty great. I don't, I think it was after, I think that's more like a 2008 or 9 meme now. Yeah. Uh, once we get back from the intro, uh, we get the two Fies boys grumping Kusaka at each other. and Inui, I think their names are, right? Yeah, Kusaka and Takami. Okay. Yeah, they they are mad at each other. Uh, as we learned in the previous episode when we saw them wrestle briefly. But we'll actually learn something about them in this episode, which is nice. And they wrestle a bit more. Karin runs off. Tsukiyomi follows her. They just... Yeah, they are. They know each other, and they are mad at each other still. Apparently, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Before they go to, uh, you know, Shoko and and Gay's walking back into the house to like discuss what's been going on. Uh, weird interstitial. The only night shot in the show so far. I think has there been any other photography at night other than this? I think at the end of the first or second episode where Tsukiyomi and Gates are standing outside oh, okay. that one weird like garden area by the stair that Waz stood at before. Yeah, I think I remember that now. But yeah, they come in with their they come in with their time machines over skyscrapers at night. It's a good shot and there's just not been very much night photography so far. It is. Also, I guess I'm going to say it now, otherwise I'm going to be saying it the entire rest of this episode. Takumi gives the best glares to people in this episode. He does. They're pretty good. Takumi is Fize, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I really like him. Uh, his hair is amazing. It is very sexy, is... and I want it. Oh, right? It's great. I love like all his glares to to either like Shogo or just whoever during the scene, because like, Shogo will say something, and he'll just give him this look. <laughs> yeah he seems like a very serious character but he's kind of lighthearted about it it's it's fun stuff fides is a pol- or is it the police procedural no 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 fides is just j-drama 211 oh okay drive is the no yes well yeah drive it would be a police procedural because he is a detective. Man, I got a lot of Common Rider I need to watch. We are slowly getting through it. Between one and four episodes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so essentially, yeah. Uh, so Fies joins our the, the Shoko crew for uh, a discussion of what exactly they're up against this time. Uh, right, I like that Takumi just kind of like walks into his house. He's just like, it's up. Right. He puts down his business card, says that he owns uh, dry cleaners, and his goal is to make all the laundry in the world look nice and new. Yep. Which is cute. I'm it's very stupid that he does it, and every both Gates and Shogo kind of stare at him like, um, <laughs> okay, all right. It's pretty much my reaction, but hey, you know, I, I ain't gonna knock your thing, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's totally a Fize thing too. Like, I don't want to spoil it because we will be getting to Fize at some point. Oh yeah. So they're asking about the other guy, or Gates and Shogar are asking about the other guy from Fize and if he was working with another writer. And oh man, I don't even remember all his name. I, I think Fize. Yeah, Feist doesn't think they're working together. He just thinks that guy is a dick, right? Yeah, I mean, and, like, who wouldn't, really? 
He's a dick. That's the joke. Yeah. And they're having a discussion about what they're going to be doing to go look for Karen again and protect her. And there's a nice scene while they're talking about this where Inui goes over and looks at the ride watches and he has this look of like, oh, wait a minute. I recognize that. I have one of these, but it's not going to be important for another 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not going to come up. Right. I I think he, he's just trying to see if Shoko... He's, it doesn't seem like he's sure if he trusts Shoko yet, which is interesting. Yeah, I think he's trying to feel him out. That right. seems to be in character. Yeah, he's kind of the first uh, older writer who isn't like immediately in on this whole wacky-ass time travel plot. Yeah, that's true. And, like, the time travel stuff doesn't even come up for, like, Takumi and uh, Kasaka, like, because whenever we see them, it, it's post another five, so, like, that history's already been changed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just... It's interesting. I mean, there's a scene later when we see Fives loses powers. Right, where they kind of inter- intro-stitch an old episode of Fives, because you can tell when the quality drops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so uh so Fize and Shoko decide to follow around uh the girl. I forget what's her name? Karin. Karin. Yeah, they decide they're gonna follow around Karin because clearly yeah. the another writer thing is focused on her for some reason. I I really like this scene of them showing up at the school in the morning and stopping her and being like, We're gonna protect you. Hey, hey, we're gonna protect you. And she asked why. And his response is, of course. Well, it's because I want to be a king, and a king protects his subjects. <laughs> and she gives him this look like, and says, I mean, that makes no sense. She gives him a look, but then Takumi <laughs> gives him the best look. <laughs> right. She has a normal reaction, and Takumi's like, okay? Yeah, they, 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 get, they both give, and she just kind of... Well, she's like, this is, this, that's ridiculous, and walks past him. It is. I love it. That's actually one thing I've liked a lot about the show so far, is that Shoko is like this weird character with this, like, kind of heightened reality goal of, like, I want to be a king, and like, <laughs> it, which is super silly, and obviously, like, j drama but yeah, everyone really else reacts the way, dream. everyone else reacts to it the way that a normal person would react to someone saying that, which is just like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, I think this is maybe finally the episode for me where I think, like, it's less like a one-dimensional trait and more like a, f- a developed character. Yeah, yeah, I like Shoko. I've always liked Shoko, but yeah, he is, this is a good episode for him. I, I think this is actually good for both Shogo and Gates, because I think, like, they're no longer just one-trait characters, because the trait has kind of evolved to make it more dimensional. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was always there. You were just mad at the show, but, you know... <laughs> No, I wasn't just mad at the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> that that's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so the the after so yeah, uh Fizen and Shoko are following um Karin around and Gaze starts going through photos of the girls who have been eaten by the another writer essentially, and she's in the background of a lot of them and she looks the same in every photo. Yeah. yeah. So she hasn't been aging for the last 15 years? Yeah. So then in case you weren't sure what was happening, Shogo's grandfather comes in and will explain it all in a metaphor to a stereo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Well, f- before that, Shoko figures out the same thing in a more comical way of 
they've been watching this girl for four hours and she has not needed to go to the bathroom. And I, I like it so that when we originally get this, it the scene is shot so it looks like, you know, it, it's cutting between Karin and Shogo. And the scene is shot so it looks like they're a actual significant distance away. <laughs> but no, he's just it standing looks, like looks, 10 feet away yeah, from her. He's no, just 10 feet away and she could totally overhear him. So he's like... She hasn't gone to the bathroom once since we've been watching her. Would you shut up? Yeah, it's so good. It's it's like he's he's like narrating to himself, except everybody's still there. Yeah, he's just like, I'm I'm sorry. So I I apologize. I love it. It's great. But she leaves and they try and follow and they immediately run into teacher of yeah. Forze. Good old teacher Forze guy. Yep. He is here to deliver some plot-related, someone had a birthday today. Right. Yeah, I, I like that Shogo, you know, is just explaining everything, because he's already in on it, and Inui's response is, you're just telling him? <laughs> <laughs> Takumi has the best reactions. I love them all. Right. Wow. Yeah, so so Geiza and uh, Tsukiyomi have, are, are still doing their research, and they find out that... Uh, Karn actually died in a car wreck 15 years ago, so mm-hmm. something's going on there, clearly. And then, like, the day after, or around the same time, two of her classmates went missing. Right. And they were the first ones that started missing. And then, yes, in here comes the owner with, hey, deus ex metaphor. Metaphor, metaphor, right. metaphor. Metaphor, metaphor. Do you understand the plot line? I mean, he's explaining, like, his philosophy about how he sees, like, working on antiques, because that's what he does. But, yeah, it's a super direct metaphor for both the Another Writer and kind of the, uh, like, Karen's life, the way it's been going, so. Yeah, and I think this is also a thing in in Japanese culture of a, a building, it... Because of some of the buildings being so old and having all of their parts replaced, there's the thing of is it well is it the same building? Right. It's like because everything everything in it is different. Is it the same building? Yeah, kind of like a, a ship of Theseus addendum. Like if you modernize everything in something that's an antique, it's not really an antique anymore. Yeah. Also, that radios and fies. Oh, that's nifty. The big boombox that he has. Yeah, the big boombox. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, they f- essentially figure out... They have a flashback to the previous episode, uh, they being Gaze and Tsukiyomi, where they, they realize that Karin was actually protecting the Another Rider instead of the other way around. Yeah. She wouldn't have been able to su- uh, survive that fall if she wasn't already dead. Yeah, so everyone realizes that something weird's going on here. Yes. They call Shogo and tell him, and then an immediate cut to a high school girl birthday party, because, oh, look, here's this new 18-year-old Libra. All these shots are slightly tilted. I'm sure nothing bad's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all shot in Dutch angles, because they're about to be attacked by another writer. Yeah. So doorbell ring, and I really like this, of the doorbell rings, so she goes, and she's like, wait, that's weird. Goes and looks outside, and there's nobody outside. When she opens the door, door too, it it switches which side it's tilting on. Yeah, then close the door, and she's like, oh, that was weird. And turns, and oh, hey, here, oh, oh, look, it's another Forze right inside that apparently teleported in through mist. Uh, He's got super speed. 
I guess. Um, I really like the, uh, when he transforms from the guy into the another Forze, like his face gets all, uh, turns black and it starts like getting these weird, like wavy lines over it. And then like his eyes turn red in a creepy way and he grows like fangs down from his upper lip. It's a pretty, he gets the teeth before it actually transforms. Yeah. 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 And then all the stuff starts swirling around him and he gets Mm -hmm. the costume. So the girl runs off. As and, one does uh, when a monster appears in your house. And he chases her. And then they're in an underpass. And Karin shows up and is like, no, Sakuma. We now have a name for the another writer. You need to stop this. Yeah, she she knows that he's been hurting people for her. And then Kaixa shows up and is, is uh, you know, just mad about stuff in general. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to let you do this. I'm going to fight this monster with my bare hand. Oh, I'm doing terrible. Don't they reveal later that he's being, like, paid to do this or something? No. No, he's from the same um, orphanage school. school Oh, okay. uh, uh, The lady asked him to kill her. Right, right. And then hide the body. Yeah, and he had just figured this all out independently off screen and was also trying to do the same thing, but in a more Mm -hmm. dickish way. So he, Man, he does... so like, I love how this ends up being just like the perfect encapsulation of Fies, where if people just sat down and talked to each other, this whole thing could have been resolved. <laughs> <laughs> I was really That's curious great. what Kaixa's design is, because we never see him turn into a common Rider in this, uh, oh, in this episode. Oh, I will, uh, I'll pull one up and show it to you. I mean, I, yeah, it's, I, it's I could just cool. look it up. It was yeah. just, uh, just, I thought it was kind of neat to have a writer up here who didn't actually need to use his writer powers for stuff. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, like, neither of them have it because the events already happened. Oh, right. Well, he they don't give a... They, he doesn't give them a Kaixa Rider Watch or anything, so... Um, I mean, secondary writers are kind of iffy on, like, if they have Rider Watches that exist. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't think any of them have had one yet. Uh, Well, Banjo did. Oh, yeah, uh, Banjo did. Uh, yeah, Kamen Rider has one. Kraza, um, Gem has one. Uh, wow. Paradox has one. There's a bunch, just not all of them. I, I think so far the only one that is actually the only secondary writer that's actually had a watch was Cross Z in the show. At at where we are at in the show, yes. In the show yeah. as what's currently out, no. Okay. Well, yeah. I was just sticking with what we've seen in the show so far. Which kind of makes sense, because I'm assuming, I mean, just by storytelling traditions, usually these secondary writers are going to get their powers as part of the story of the main writer. So if they, the main writer never got theirs, then, you know, they usually wouldn't yeah. have gotten theirs either. That's yeah. kind of how the timeline messing up thing has worked so far, fairly consistently. Uh, maybe? I don't know. Actually... Never mind. Because the monsters don't exist if the writer doesn't exist. So. Correct. Yeah. Right, well, Kasaka's getting is getting beat up pretty badly. Inui comes in, knocks Kasaka away, tries to fight, gets beat up immediately. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's just like one punch, or one or two punch, and he goes down. And Kusaka and Inui get this whole, why don't you come help me? Because I hate you, but you're my friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. I love it. 
and everybody else shows up. Gates and Shogo uh, I really and like Gates has a super cool like like collared shirt with like this black and white webbing pattern on it that the pattern is just totally broken up by his collar. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he wears it to have his collar blend into it. Right. <laughs> but everybody shows up and Forze is just like, no, stay out of my way. And he runs off. Right. And then uh, Inui, Inui gives Sogo the Fives Ride Watch. Mm-hmm. And Sogo's response is to turn around and go, here you go, Gates. Yep. You can have this. He gives it to Gates. Uh, because, I mean, it, it both, like, this is in, reci- in reciprocation for, like, them tra- like them using the, uh, I forget which powers they gave each other last time. Gates took one and then gave it back to, to Shogo. I think it was the build power. Right, right. Yeah. The common Rider build powers. So, like, this lets him kind of reciprocate now and be like, here, you trusted me, so I'm going to trust you. And they don't they don't actually say it in the plot of the episode, but since there are two timejackers involved, I think the implication is they kind of need to kill both ri- both another writers? It, it certainly implies that with how they cut the fight later. Right. Right. Yeah, they don't say anything about it in the story, but the way the fight is cut and just what we know about the timejackers kind of makes it seem like they would have to do that. Yeah. Right. I also think it's a it's almost maybe a parallel to uh Takami and Kusaka's relationship. Oh yeah. Or at least parts of it because it's kind of the same thing where I guess it's kind of eh, maybe 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 not reversed, but it's kind of the same thing where where one is like, "But you're my friend and I'm going to make sure of it." And that's like Shogo's part. And then yeah. The other part is like being a dick about it, and that's Gates' part, right? <laughs> Even though he he does seem to genuinely appreciate it, he takes the watch and like jogs off screen dramatically in this nice slow mo effect with these dramatic violins and orchestral just dun 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 dun. Yeah. Everyone watches him jog away. I hate to see him go, but I love to watch him jog away. Yeah, pretty much. He he definitely has like more of a character than I'm going to kill Zio. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then we shoot back to 2003. Yeah, you can tell it's in the past because the contrast is lower. And we get this pair of high school students that oh, it's young boy and girl. Oh, we're gonna meet after school. Uh, we'll meet at our spot. And he he was apparently late. So she ends up getting hit by a car because apparently drivers in Japan don't ever fucking watch where they're going and just love running over teenagers. I, 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 I made the mental idea that, you know, she was sad. So she's looking down and not paying attention and it's raining. So it's hard to see when you're driving. And Well, yeah, but this is, this is the second run over by a car teen. There can only be so many. Yeah, but this one didn't become a writer. Right, right. So not yet. It's super. It's actually super dramatic because, like, then they cut to her, like lying, like you know, she's dead. She I is think lying it's on the wake room. Yeah, yeah. It's like her. Yeah, where her wake would have been held, and her boyfriend is standing over here, like incredibly distraught and blaming himself for this because yeah. he wasn't there. And then time, Jacka. Yep, and then uh, Aura. This one's Aura, right? Is the lady? Yeah. 
Yes. Or it shows up. Hey, you make a contract with me. We can save this girl. Okay, we'll make a contract. You're common Rider Fies now. Right. But sh- this time, she didn't prime the watch by putting in him. Yeah, she just clicks it, it turns into Fies, and, it's and fies. she throws it back into him. Which is weird. Yeah, I wonder if they just forgot that they did it differently before, or if there's an actual thing for it. Yeah. I don't know. And then we get the nice cut back to Fies where... Oh, hey, you can tell this is an old version. You can tell this is old footage because the video quality drops. The, yeah, this, there's like a weird centaur stone monster that is kind of bad CG. And crushing a car and there's a girl in there. That I guess the implication is that now she this time, now she just died. They, She's just yeah. crushed. <laughs> I mean, they're going to fix the time stream, so she'll be fine. She's just yeah. dead for now. But we get the another Fies. Uh, Sakuma goes out, meets this other girl, turns into Fies, and absorbs her as little right. blue glow. Now, now, Garrett, I remember you saying you didn't like the the another Fies design. I think this one's pretty good. I, I wasn't sure what you didn't like about it. I Because there, there is a strong... I feel like they should have used something else with Fies, which is hard to talk about when I don't want to spoil you. Okay, so there's another design okay. base you think would have worked better. Well, there, I think there's another part that I think they should have integrated into it, because it was already monster-like, and I think it would have made the suit look better. Okay, but how far into Fies does it come up? Oh, pretty far. Oh, there's your raisin. I, But, like, it, it's revealed later on but it's always there from the beginning. Well, my personal opinion, I like he's got like these hollow eyes and like a skull and like his chest is a rib cage. So, I like him being hollow, like he kind of plays into the the character a yeah, little it, bit. It it looks nice like touch. you have it looks like the you have the base form of the suit and you've taken off the armor plates from all the different parts of it. Yeah, so the, you just it's have like the skeletal frame. armor rather than like an uh like the the grasshopper armor that he normally has yeah yeah it's kind of like a, a decayed bit of of the chest armor mm-hmm. it's neat yeah uh I, but i think the reason they couldn't do the thing i wanted anyway is because like the another forza art another forza design kind of just builds on top of it because a lot of the a lot of the five stuff underneath is used in the forza form right yeah but okay, so he absorbs this girl. The the guy who's playing the kid who turns into another Fies, uh, he he is acting a lot. <laughs> like he he plays it extremely dramatically. But I kind I kind of buy it. I think he does a pretty good job. Yeah, he plays a dramatically. He tra- plays a teenager very well. Right. Yeah. He uh he was in Garo, so it makes sense that he's good at being dark and edgy. <laughs> yeah. I I like him. I think he plays the character well. But yeah. So the girl gets absorbed, and Gates shows up, just kind of smug, and then the time jacker freezes time so that Gates can go, and here's what you were doing, and here's what goes on. Here's a plot explanation. Yeah, they're going to explain the, t- the plot. I also like, I don't know if this was her, her tick before, but uh, whenever she freezes time, she uh, she does like that she pulls a, thingy. She pulls a, one of her... 
her bangs with her finger, and it freezes time. Great. Well, I, I yeah. thought it was the feather earring specifically, oh, or yeah. the feather. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, yeah, isn't there just like a feather in her hair? And she's yeah, it's always a feather like... in her hair that she runs her finger along and flips. Right. And that's what triggers it. I like it. I like the aesthetic. It, yeah. It's no. A nice one, yeah. But we get this nice conversation where. Uh, Gates is talking to the time jacker and the time jacker seems surprised that Schwartz did something and made the another Forze half right yeah I'm kind of I would love to like see like a chart of um the time jackers personal timelines <laughs> to kind of see like where where who was when you you, you want you want a primer layout of uh, how exactly kind the story of works Yes, because I want to know, like, where, I want to know, like, the delay of when, of where Aura uh, does the Another Fives creation in regards to where Schwartz does the Another Forze thing. Yeah. <laughs> because because that time's different for their personal timelines, even though it's, like, however many years apart. Well, mm-hmm. um, Garrett, I'm I'm pretty sure that their personal timeline tracks with the order that the episodes of Kamen Rider Zio are in, because they're keeping... The characters we're following have straight timelines, just so that we can understand who they are. But, if that was the case, that would mean Swartz did his first, which doesn't seem like that would work, because another Fies already existed at that point. Yeah, because he, ha- he has to lay another Forze on top of another Fies. Right. So, I would think Aura's part would have to happen first. I mean, well, yes, it did, technically. It did. It happened in 2003. It's time paradoxes. Right. But not not the 2003 part. The the act of Aura going back to 2003 to do that watch. But but it, it happened in 2003. <laughs> right. That's how time works. But it, no, no. If we're following the show... When Aura goes back to 2003, where does that fall in before or after Schwartz did his thing? Right, for Schwartz, that's before this, but for her, that's after this. But for the rest of the world, it still happened in the same order. Right, I don't care about the rest of the world. I care about <laughs> just those two. Okay. <laughs> that That's my question I'm getting if at. If it's relevant, I'm sure they'll talk about it. It's probably not, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> If this the is time, time jackers have some bad. sort of, if the time jackers lose track of their own weird conflict because they don't know what order that they're doing things in, that would actually be pretty clever. I don't know if that's going to happen though. It would be. I want to see more time jacker conflict. But we get okay. So moving on, uh, as Gates is talking to the time jacker, we swap back to. Shogo, Tsukiyomi, Karin, Inui, and Ryusei. Ryusei? Ryuke. No, Ryusei's the name of the, the orphanage, right? Ry- yeah. Ryusei. Okay, yeah, no. The, basically, everybody's standing around talking and doing plot explanation right. of here is who another fides is here's the connection between him and karen yeah it's mostly just a scene of of kaiksa and fies in 2018 explaining how they got involved in this plot yep 
which is uh, Kaixa was trying to like kill the victims before another Forze got to them so that he would just not be able to do his thing. And Fies is like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Yeah. But well, as soon as he said that, uh, Shogo's like, well, but you're the same. And then he gives another look and he's like, bitch, did you just really do this? I actually really like the speech that uh, that Shoko gives here where he's like, we're all so damn dedicated to sacrificing ourselves for each other that all we're doing is making the world worse and hurting each other instead of. It's actually, actually a very everybody. good statement on friendships about how it's like you don't friendship is not like all entirely or any relationship sacrificing yourself for that relationship is not an entirely healthy thing to do and probably isn't the best option and you need to look at other options. No, yeah, like it's it's a good speech. I just really like that that glare. Yeah, yeah. it's a good bit because it's it's the it's the idea of like no, you're all you're all doing the same thing. You're just taking different approaches to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and you're all like everybody's martyr complexes is just going to result in everyone ended up hurt and dead possibly. Yep. So they intercut the yeah. This cuts back. It cuts back to Gaze talking to Aura, and she's essentially taunting him about. How like, oh, you know, if you stop this, you're going to let that girl die. So you can't actually save anything, can you? Ha <laughs> ha. And he, he's kind of just, he, he, his reaction is essentially like, well, n- no, I can save something. I can save everyone else from wasting 15 years of their lives just to hurt themselves. I think it was my take on it when she was talking about, so he, it comes back. She yeah, she's saying that the girl will die, and his response is, "Well, she's already dead." Right. And then she comes back with a, "Well, then you can't change anything, can you?" And I read that as her taunting him about Omazio, and it's like, oh, "Well, yeah, yeah. then you know that Omazio is still going to happen, right? You, if you can't change this, then you can't change anything." Yeah, that's a good point, Evan. Actually, that's that is a good point. Right, what she's referring to. That also makes it even stronger because, like. She's obviously doing it to provoke Gates, and he just does not fall into it. Right. Yeah, he's gonna do... Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna fix what I can right now. It's a really good sequence, actually. I really like her just taunting him like this. Like, oh, you can't save everyone, can you? And him being like, no, I can't, but I can save some people. It's actually uh, super similar to uh, Shogo's talk with... uh, What's his name? It's not Wool anymore, it's something else from the build episode where he freezes time and they talk. Yeah. But we get the nice now Gates fighting another Fies and we get a cool, I like his transformation sequence where he immediately starts fighting and grappling Fies and fighting, is fighting off Fies with one arm while he's worriedly, oh, okay, gotta get, gotta get the watch and then I gotta, I gotta turn the watch and then I gotta put it in my belt and then I gotta push the button. Yeah, yeah, Gates is kind of a badass. Yeah, he fights him during his transformation sequence, which is super cool. That's a great, great bit. It does. I'm super into it. Then puts on the Fies armor, which looks great. I like it. I'm also super into it, but I'm already into the Fies design, so like... And I think the Fies... Because I, I haven't watched Fies, so I don't know the physical tick that he does. But I think yeah, the, the armor, ar- does, the armor the does this kind of little... I think the armor does the physical tick for Fies. Yep, yeah. it does. It's the it's the wrist flick. Uh, another another Fies also does it as well. His his pauldrons are giant cell phones. Right. It's so good. <laughs> his, I they, oh they are the stupidest 
<laughs> fucking thing. I, I love them. So them. Much. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think the Fize armor might be the weakest of the Rider armor so far. Just I, I think, disagree. I think the cell phone shoulders it's, look a little silly, honestly. They, they're old. I, I love that it's like, no, this is just literally, hey, what, what is, what, what's Fize about? Phones. He has a cell phone, right? It does say Faizu across his face in Hiragana, though, which is extremely cool. I love it. It's so good. But, so, yes. And then he uses the Faiz phone to summon um, the... The Gadden, what's it called? The Faiz... The Faiz shot, which is a digital camera that doubles as a knuckle duster. (laughs) Well, you are... You were forgetting to cut back to... Yeah, yeah. uh, Forze... Another Forze f- starting to fight yeah. Shogo. Shogo starts fighting another Forze in pretty much the same method, where he like starts fighting him and then does his transformation sequence in the middle of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not as cool, because he doesn't have the Fize Ride watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his uh, his battle cry for this bit is no more sacrifices, which I actually thought that was pretty cool. I like that. I really like this transformation, because he... he- puts the watch in and smacks it and un- you know unlocks the belt and Forze charges at him and he gets the backsplash he, you know he okay let me start over puts the watch in the belt smacks the button and the backsplash starts coming up behind him and another Forze is charging at him so he has to like dodge out of the way and I-, I like watching how the backsplash follows him right oh yeah and when the transformation sequence completes the bit where the text would fly off and go into his faceplate. The text actually spins out of the, the watch bands, hits the another rider Forze, knocks him away, and then goes onto his face. It's a nice touch. Yeah, I really like the implication that all these tri- like all the stuff that's happening in the transformation sequence is physical and real and can knock you away to protect the rider during yeah, the transformation it's sequence. It's super cool. I really like when they um when they utilize the trans the sequence of the transformation itself in interesting yeah. ways. Yep. These are both really good action sequences, actually. They're only two characters each, but the way they cut back and forth between them just works really well. Yeah. So uh Zio immediately starts fighting another Forze, summons the edge of time, smacks him a bit away, and then puts on the Forze armor. And this is my first time seeing it. I really love it. Oh wow! <laughs> his uh, his uh, oh, cosplaying wow. as a space shuttle. Suit. Yep, I love seeing the armor come out and do the Forza. Yeah, fly into him. Oh, it's real good. Oh yeah, I like it. Both of the 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 callouts for these are really good because the the Fize one goes Fize. <laughs> Forza is three, two, one. Forza. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, so good. Man, oh, somehow I have I neither of those ride watches next to me, so I can't hit them right now. <laughs> but, okay, so he transforms into... Co- he puts on the Forze ride armor. They're about to start fighting, and, oh, hey, look, here's Karin going, No! Stop it, Sakuma! <laughs> I don't want to let... You are draining people to keep me alive. I don't want this. No, but I gotta keep you alive, though. Yeah. So, so, um, Shoko and Gaze both beat up the same guy in two different time periods, 15 years apart, while essentially yelling the same thing at him, that stop trying to do this, you're just hurting everybody more. We need to, to stop doing this. And it, I, I find the fights in, fights kind of interesting, like, especially against, um, the Forze fight, 
he's just he's doing terribly. Like another Forze is doing terribly. Right, yeah, yeah. The another And another Fize is doing terribly. They're not fighting well. Mm-hmm. Like both fi- both Gates and Zio are just like kind of effortlessly just no. Stop it. Yeah. Knock you away. I mean they've beaten them rhetorically before they beat them physically, which is Yeah, nice. it's I just find it kind of interesting because most of the other another riders have basically have kicked ass put up, now, yeah. Yeah, have put up significant combat. And this is the first one. He seems like he's been the most there mentally. And he seems to kind of, like they've portrayed him as the weakest. Well, it makes sense for the Forze version to be the weakest, because they explicitly... Okay, do they say in the... Is it in the point five episode, or was it some point earlier that... No, it was in here where they talk about that the, another five's power fades, which is why... Yeah, he it was, another they were talking power. about that in right. this episode. Yeah, being on another writer for a long period of time, actually, they actually lose their power over time. Yes. I would also just kind of assume that, you know, fighting... Having two fights at the same time maybe has an effect due to, due to time shenanigans. <laughs> yes, it's possible. Even though they're not at the same time, because that's not how time works. Yeah, but so hey, you know. during this fight, we get the nice uh, transformation into the camera that's a knuckle duster yeah. that looks ridiculous. I really, the graphics on the uh, the Common Rider Fize effects are really clean and nice. I like them. They, they yes. look really good. Do and then it as they they finish up this fight, we get into the final part of this fight where everyone's using their finishing moves to blow up. We get over courts or start playing. Mm-hmm. It's super dramatic. And then and then Gates does the thing on the phone, and before he got the the fives the five shot, then he got the fives pointer, and he puts it on his leg, and then he does the fives rider kick, and it's so cool. Yeah, it's it, pretty it, like good. a big red arrow shoots out and freezes the another writer in place before the kick comes in. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. The Crimson Slash is like my favorite writer kick ever. What are what does uh the text on his foot say when he's doing the kick? Oh, I don't know. It might say writer. I didn't actually look. Probably. Here. Let me go back. Because it, it's it, well, as soon as he jumps up, it's like at twenty twenty thirty three or so. More like, no, I'm sorry, 20, uh, 40. Yeah. Comes off his foot and then he goes through. Oh, yeah, it just says kick. It just says kick. Okay. Yeah, the another, the another Fize's foot, uh, feet have like a big cancel symbol on them. And his feet. Well, no, it should be the, it should be the Fize logo, actually. It's, it, it looks like a little it's circle. It's the circle with, with the line through it. Yeah. That's a cancel symbol. Yeah. I, I, the Fize logo is for Fi. The Greek letter. Oh, oh, okay. Fies okay. finishes the kick. Fi is usually drawn with the the line is straight up, but yeah. Or, you know, Gates finishes the kick and just starts walking away, and we get a very good cool guys don't look at explosions moment as another Fies gets the Fies emblem and explodes as Gates walks away. Mm-hmm. I love that effect so much. Yeah, it's it's a good sequence. And then it swaps back to Shogo with the Forze armor. Does rocket and drilling he gets kick. his super cool rocket drilling kick that this oh, which involves driving a space so shuttle good. backwards, which bugs me a little. Bit yeah, that's a little strange. <laughs> I guess it's fine. 
I like that in this Gates does his his rider he's homaging rider's kicks correctly and Shogo does his incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so here's something weird. So Gates was fighting back in 2003 and Shogo was fighting in the 28 current time period whatever that is. Why is the next scene that happens where they're talking with Karen happening in the current time period and not back in 2003 when he would have originally lost his power and then not have become Forza at all? Because the time. I think the idea is that the time after they do that, the timeline is restitching itself or fixing itself for a few seconds in there. Okay, yeah, because after they beat both of the writers... Chiron runs over to the guy who was the another writer, I forget his name, and is essentially, and they have like their big dramatic climax moment of like resolving. Yeah, they, they have their big emotional resolution moment here. Her thing of you basically of you need to move on. Right. I've been dead for 15 years. They all, they all know that she is about to disappear or something. And I like, I mean, the viewer, like this hasn't happened before in the show, but I assumed she was going to disappear too. Didn't uh didn't Bill Guy go back to being dead? Old guy? Build guy. Build guy. The another build. No, he lived. They they cut back to him afterwards playing basketball. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know what though that does make sense though, because Karen wasn't another writer herself. Right. She was just being fed the energy by the guy who is still alive. Yeah, this is yeah, she's like out. a weird time effect that this another writer created. So yeah, yeah, she disappears and uh, into a shower of golden sparks. Yeah, it's very sad. I did, I did kind of like also in this scene, like so we we get the thing of her running up in the nice scene and cuts back to Shogo and he's standing there and oh, oh here's Gates too. Yep, Gates came back. Yeah, Gates just runs in. He's like, "What I missed?" Totally showed up just in time. You'll have to be here to see this drama happen. Mm-hmm. And then it goes. Uh, Inui and Ryuko, Ryuko. Two Fai's characters have a little moment. Right. I, I love the sequence where Fai's is like, hey, buddy. And Kaik says, just like, hand. No. Hey, no. No. I can't talk about Mm-mm. this with you right now. <laughs> I love that Sh- and Shogo's giving it a look like, yeah, friendship. <laughs> and looks over at Gates. And Gates is looking back and like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's real good. And you go back to the time, uh, the the clock shop, and Tsukiyomi's like, so, um, so did you give them those ride watches? I, I really like this bit. Yeah, he's always had to give them blank ride watches before, but he totally right. forgot to do it this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he needs to- runs away. He needs to go back in time and do it. Right, yeah, he still he yeah. has to go back and, you know, do that now. We're- I, I think um I think the reason for this actually is this is the first time they didn't visit the writers in their previous time. Right. Uh, I mean That's other true. than Gay's going back to two thousand three to fight the another fights. Right, but but he didn't like he didn't see Takami or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, they never time travel. They didn't really time travel in this one. Then our final scene is Donuts and Please. Yeah. Wizard wizard next time. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. So then, yeah, that's that. Wizard. Then we get 6.5 episode. Right. Well, uh, okay. Which, uh, uh, I really liked episode 6. I This was, this might have been my favorite one so far. Despite, despite the horrible lack of Waz, 
I mean, but Chris, like, you can only use Waz so much. He's still on cooldown from his moment from episode five. <laughs> right. They they can't over Waz us. But yeah, episode five was like a was like kind of hard to follow since I didn't really know the characters. Episode six, I thought, did like a really good job of capping that off. Like just watching them both yeah. together would have worked so much better than watching episode five alone. I, I I will say having a combination of list uh uh list, listening to our own podcast on episode five of Zio and ha- not actually having watched the episode. Episode six did a perfectly okay job with explaining who these people are and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really like There's also less too because they didn't have to explain. They didn't really explain the Forza people again, right? No, not yeah. really. But yeah, I think episode six is the better one just because it kind of it kind of distills what both Fies and Forza were about and kind of just plays with its own themes, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't have that much Forza stuff, but it, it does like this dramatic friendship stuff, which from what I gather is like the primary core of Forza. Yes. <laughs> So 6.5 is about Bleach. Right. Yep. The reason reason that Forze and Fies got shoved into the same arc is because the Forze characters are off doing the Bleach movie, I guess. Yep. And they were able to get the Fies characters back. But not uh, Mr. And Mr. Yep. Because they're busy doing Bleach. They're busy doing Bleach. And both Shogo and Gates make like bleach poses, just yeah. in case you weren't sure with oh. with the bleeping out. Is that what they were doing? I forget which poses. They yeah. Make. Well, like Shogo does like the thing where he's like going to pull like uh, Zengetsu off his back. Oh right, right, yeah, okay, yeah. Ichigo's always holding onto that sword on his back because but, uh, yeah. because it's so big. That's his only. That's mm-hmm. the only thing he does. But uh, Inui comes forward. He's like, hey, what about me, though? I came back. Don't you want me? And we get a cool Kamen Rider uh, Fies intro. Master Rider 555. Questions of, hey, but why did Fies show up in Forze's arc? This, this well, doesn't see, make sense. Forze is just an elaborate reference to Fies. Have you ever, have you ever really looked at Forze's suit? <laughs> I was really curious about why the Common Rider Forze logo is a combination of a hand holding a button and pressing the button, and also a, it's shaped like a key, like a no, house shaped key. like a racket. Oh, okay. It looks more like a. It's house a key. hand clicking the Astro switch, and then it's supposed to look like a racket. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I gotcha. That makes sense. But uh. We then get the explanation that on each of Forze's limbs, there is a different emblem of different Greek letters for Chi, Delta, and then Phi's Phi. Yeah. Right. But then, but what about yeah, and Gaze points the one out, on the left oval? Hey, that's a square. There's a square on there, too, which is not a Greek letter. <laughs> well, and then, and then Tsukiyomi was like, this isn't on space future Wikipedia. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I really yeah. like the, this is an unfuture Wikipedia line. On her tablet, they could do everything. Just the implication yep. that there are Comet Rider fans in the far future who, that's the only way to keep track of all the references they make. Oh, it's saying standing by, okay. Yeah, the, the, the Fice phone does that. When... It says, uh, yes, yeah, because we get Kaisa showing up. 
When he introduces himself, he gives the bits. camera a very roguish, sexy smile. Yeah, I guess you can call that a roguish, sexy smile. I mean, I think that's the only thing to call it. God, I love... Okay, I love... I keep sitting here doing his intro over and over, hearing the Fi's phone staying standing by, and I'm kind of in love with its tone and that super deep standing by. Oh, it's so good. Right. Complete. Oh, and, and there's something about it. how, yeah, there was a character from Fi's named Sakata Ryusei, but there's no way that was a reference to the Ryusei Middle School in Forze. And they're like, you don't know that. <laughs> Maybe it was. No. No, it wasn't. But it was found out to set up to find the Orpnok King. Yeah, the Orpnok King. King. Yeah. King. King. Oh, yeah, King. So so they're just throwing out any random thing that could be a connection between these two shows. Tsukiyomi's like, oh, yeah, they're both set at schools. They're set at schools. That means they're related. (laughs) And it's it's like, so we get the the Orpnok King. So, all king. And then... There's O in Forze, so both Fies and Forze are about kings, so that's why. I really like how Shogo <laughs> is like, king? You said king? Ooh, king. I love kings. <laughs> Tell me about these king. <laughs> I'm interested now. And I, I enjoy the end of their little argument, because as soon as Kaishin... Uh, finishes his explanation, Inui's like, no, don't listen to this idiot, he's a liar. And they get close together and kind of shove their heads together, and there's a straining noise, and they're just... Yeah, and then the Geo Geo class is like, well, let's go watch Bleach. (laughs) Yay, let's go watch Bleach. And those two come back, is like, hey, wait a minute, not even a goodbye? Man, this is kind of crap. Who who wrote this script? who even wrote this script? (laughs) Oh, it was producer Shiraka- Shirakura. Everything is producer Shirakura's fault. Right. Maybe. Like, it, are they saying we should blame him for everything that we don't like? <laughs> yes. You can at him if you know Japanese and are mad about Zio, <laughs> I guess. Um, let me get the complete and the two Fies guys hug and smile at the camera and give night. They got really pretty smiles. Yeah, like this was the one that really had me thinking about the fact that, uh, I, I guess I, I hadn't really realized before, these .5 episodes are for those of us who aren't 20-year common Rider fans and know all the references and stuff they're making. Yeah, that's very true. Because, uh, I didn't know any of this crap until they explained it, which is nice. It makes it, it lets us in on the fun. I really like that. It does. Ah. <sighs> So that's uh, that's Zio. Yep, that so is Zio for the week. Did you guys have anything else to talk about with this one? I do not. Okay. Would you if you weren't so sleepy? Uh, no, I still don't. Okay. Well, that's good. No, it's a fun episode. I really liked it. Yep. Makes me want to keep watching. Good time this week. Let's hope mm-hmm. our next couple episodes of Kuga are as much fun. Are this coherent, well-explained, and interesting. (laughs) Right. So, I think we'll see y'all next week, or next time. I don't know. We haven't skipped a week yet, but... Next Saturday morning cartoon block. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoon. 
Wait, wasn't there things where I'm supposed to be like, you can find us on the internet at journeythroughthedeckcast.com where there's links to like a Twitter and email. See, this is what happens when, when you do all this stuff that I normally do. We get all confused. And now, now we're here. Well, yeah, everything Garrett just said is true. Good job, Garrett. Oh. All right. Cool. Uh, and until next time, just from passing through podcast. Friends to remember eternity, that. loyalty, honesty, stick together through thick or thin. Friends forever will be together. We're on top because we play to win. Okay, see, what you need to do is have the ending theme play and then just cut that out <laughs> and just have that play at the end of the podcast. <laughs> There's that ending themes in this podcast. <laughs> uh, that's true. Well, good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.